you like that technical foul call? Why? to the JVG NBA Tribute Show. I'm your host, Marco, here with my boy, Lucas. Lucas. And uh, what a first couple games of uh, playoff games we've had. But, but, but before that, <laughs> before that, I just wanted to, well, say and do two things. Well, say one thing and do another. <laughs> um, firstly, uh, we released our playoff preview episode on a Sunday morning. And I haven't looked at the numbers, but if you missed it, go back and listen to it because it was really fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, uh, I think beyond the content and the predictions and the things you might learn, it's just an entertaining 70 minutes. It might be... It's, it's up there. It'd it, be top five yeah, it'll be top five for sure. Um, and yeah, we released it... At, again, I haven't looked at the numbers, but probably the dumbest time to release a podcast. 7am <laughs> on a Sunday. Um, secondly, Lucas, can you just uh, get up off the floor and come sit next to me on the couch? I got to show you something. Do I have to bring my mic? Yes. Oh. Jesus Christ, oh, come on. man. Come on. Right, I, do right, right. I do everything for you. Move the move the pipe. Move, move the pipe. Move the syringe, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um now I haven't seen this either, so uh you're gonna get we're both you're gonna be getting a live reaction to a video from uh me and Lucas. Yo, I wanna give a huge shout out to my boy Lucas for his <laughs> basketball pod. Now I hope I didn't butcher your name. I'm not really good with names, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um so I hope I didn't butcher your name. And if I did, please don't hold that against me. I was not trying to. <laughs> um, but for the most part, just want to give you a shout out for your basketball podcast, the JVG NBA Tribute Show. You know what I'm saying? He's really been working hard with this, you know what I'm saying, this podcast stuff. And he really, you know, loves just talking about the league, certain things like that. So some words of encouragement, just really just keep your head up, keep at it. You know, sometimes it may get tough. Sometimes it may feel like it's not going anywhere. But with patience and a lot of hard work, everything will come through in the end. I promise you. Trust me. Look where I'm at now. You know, it takes patience to be great. Hurts to be great. And it sucks when it comes to the work you have to do to be great. But at the end of the day, you can't come out successful. You can't come out with the outcome you want. Just keep going. My motto, well, not my motto. This is a lot of things. This is a lot of people. Um, This is a gamer term. I got this from... um. A Facebook streamer. He streams face uh, Facebook. He plays Call of Duty and stuff, and it's called Hold W. Um, and he play, he plays on keyboard and whatnot. But he calls he calls it Hold W, and it's, it stands for Keep Moving Forward. So just keep your head up and keep moving forward. Hold, Hold w. w, big dog. Gaff it out. Oh my God! How long does that go for? Like a minute thirty or something. Oh my God! Sent. Oh. <laughs> oh my god Oh my god Wow Who was that? <laughs> oh my god for, Wow For those of you playing along at home uh, That was uh, Washington Wizards center Daniel Gafford Oh my god <laughs> a, a kind of uh, rambling shout out Yeah Lucas how much, of a te- uh, how much text did you give him? You get like 50 characters or something and wow. I was like, and he put so much time into that. Yeah, I know. Shut the fuck out, Daniel Gafford, <laughs> and me. Um, yeah, like, 
I, I, uh, I remember I was like typing the thing out on Cameo. I was like, uh, first of all, like, yo, first of all, Daniel, uh, congrats on the, the win the other day. I'm like, oh, that's all the characters. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, how, the fuck, how do I fit in the podcast? How do I fit in that he's a Wizards fan? Th- that's, you know, that's all the information he got. Not very much at all. And then, yeah, literally, as I was putting my laptop in my bag to come over here today, I was like, oh, I'll just check my email, see what's going on. Bam. Cameo from Daniel Gaffin. Oh my fucking god! Beam me. Send me a beam request. I'll I'll happily split Dude, that with you. Pretty cheap. Thirty bucks. What? Yeah. What? There's some fucking like NFL players who obviously I've never heard of. Five hundred dollars for like a thirty second clip. Oh my, my god. Boy, my boy Daniel's giving you a Facebook gamer streamer advice. Oh my fucking. God. I can't believe that. I can't believe that. Dude, Daniel Gafford. I wonder what. Dude, what? Do you reckon we'll? <laughs> what you reckon we'll blow up? No, 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 no. Reckon we'll blow up. What do you reckon? Like, does he reckon he's gonna want to hang out or something? <laughs> After we inevitably get swept. I'm, I'm certain. I'm certain. He's gonna have a lot of free time in a week. <laughs> yeah, far out. Damn. Uh, uh, well, you know, <laughs> check in whenever you want, Dan. <laughs> I can't believe that. That's so good. I think I think we should probably open or close most episodes with audio of Daniel Gafford saying the JVG NBA tribute show. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we can't change the name. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Oh fuck. my god. Uh, that's a great point, actually. That is such a good. What a good thing that's just happened yeah. there. Cool. Um, so anyway, uh, speaking of Daniel Gafford, <laughs> <laughs> wow. How do you think you fared against the 76ers in the first game of their series? Oh my god, I'm actually I'm like a bit starstruck, and it's not even like a real thing, dude. Like I I was shaking on the way over here. I was like, ah, man, I'm, just, I'm so excited to show him this. Um, five fouls, <laughs> but plus fourteen in a seven point loss. Um, I watched the first quarter and the last quarter of this game. I've been I've been I've been pretty uh, slammed for time right now, and I will be until the end of next week. Um, but I still have the hottest basketball takes. Don't forget that. Uh, yeah, I liked him. I liked I liked his um, discipline in defending Embiid. Uh, you know, we did a good job holding him to thirty on really good efficiency. <laughs> um, but I liked I liked I liked uh, Gafford's minutes on Embiid. I'm not in love with the Len minutes at center. I don't know how many times I've maybe every episode I've said that. Um, Robin Lopez got fucking. Apparently, it says six points here, but he went. He lost his mind at the start of the fourth quarter and just would not stop shooting that right-handed hook shot, that that chuck hook shot, and he even hit a left-handed one. But yeah, Daniel Gafford easily, easily the best center we have in the rotation. Easily the best match for um, Embiid as well. Oh, man. It's situational because Brooke Lopez, uh, sorry, Robin Lopez is good in, yeah, as I said, in situations. Just when you want like a, you know, shot, con- uh, like a one-on-one center defender. But Gafford like kind of brings the game to Embiid a little bit more. Um, and But, you know, you're not going to do anything about Embiid, really. Yeah. I, but again, I don't see why you don't give more minutes to Gafford in this situation because he is just so clearly the best matchup to me. Like, yeah. uh, I don't know. I know even in your dream center rotation, Gafford comes off the bench and has like, what, 20 minutes? A bit more. Yeah. yeah more than that. A bit more. But like, I don't know. Chuck him out there. He's obviously been the difference maker for this team. Let's see what yeah. happens when he's on the floor for, you know, 26 minutes, 30 minutes a game. Yeah. Nuts. <laughs> and like, if you go look at his line, yeah, 12, 12 and 6, 
um, six and six from the field, plus 14 in 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, that's exactly what you want him to do. I'm really hoping, like, some Twin Towers next year with him and Thomas Bryan as True. well. True, that'd yeah. be cool. I, keep forget- I don't keep forgetting about Thomas Bryan, but I'm just like, I'm just so used to this center rotation yeah. now. Yeah, for sure. That, um, and you wouldn't want any... You wouldn't want any Twin Towers minutes from this center rotation. <laughs> There's no combo. Oh, I, I, Gafford and Lopez, I could talk myself into, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in love with that. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to comment on a Twin Towers rotation of Gafford and Lopez any further. Um, yeah. What do you think? Do you think you have a chance of getting one in this series? Nah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Um, I think the more. I got to give Bertan some time because of just how disjointed his season was uh, in terms of like getting getting back into it. But man, he's like, he's a shooter only this year. Um, and it looks like, yeah, the league has, no, not the league has, he has lost a gear of speed um, where he, he didn't really, he, yeah, he's never been like an, an athletically outstanding player, obviously. But like it looks like he's gotten even less athletic and even harder to, harder to hide defensively, and he was four of eight from three. But some of these misses don't look yeah. promising at all. Yeah, I when he's got such a reputation as like you know a laser three point guy who when he's open hits him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he's I, I hate how he takes those crazy contested three yeah. point shots. It's like that's not you. You're like a like quick catch and shoot three point shooter. You're not. Yeah. You're not like a kind of contorting your body around yeah to chuck it with two defenders on you sort of guy um and yeah you just know you just know you're not going to hit them you're still a good shooter but you just know you're not going to hit those shots mm-hmm. um i'd like i think in the, i think in this series i think i think we should get a game where like beal and westbrook sort of line up efficiency wise where they both have a like good efficient game yeah um i don't know i don't know when it will be or if that'll be, even be enough for a win but like i don't know i'd still wouldn't be surprised if this series ended 4-1 Okay, I, I appreciate that, but I, don't, I don't, but I do disagree. How does it feel to be in the playoffs? Oh, tr- oh wow! I've actually not. That's not even dawned on me. Um, I'm a, I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a catastrophic thinker. I think, <laughs> but like I haven't I haven't once appreciated the fact that we're in the playoffs. Yeah. I just think this season is not. There's no like real bow tie to put on this season. It's like a fucking handful of shit slapped onto the box of the present. <laughs> Um, yeah, because I guess the team, the other eighth seed, the eighth seed in the West, the Memphis Grizzlies, like you could have said for them, making the playoffs would be enough. And they'd be like, oh, that's a nice end to the season. But really the bow tie for them is beating Utah in the first game of the series. The Memphis Grizzlies are on a three-game winning streak. <laughs> um, they have done, they have, they have done exactly, they've gotten everything they needed to get out of this season. But, you know, don't stop now, obviously, <laughs> if you're listening. Um, yeah, to win those two massive, massive, like those two game seven situations, first against the Spurs, well-drilled team, second against two champions in Steph and Draymond, and then to beat the one seed um, in the West in a pretty convincing win as well. Was- I mean, it ended in three in a three-point deficit, but that's because Bogdanovich went crazy down the end. <laughs> but like, it seemed like out of reach for the Jazz. Oh, yeah, it was convincing and... Yeah, you really felt from about halftime, you're like, wow, the Grizzlies are going to win this. Like, And there was less of... Okay, so like we were saying against the Warriors, right? Where 
Um, Memphis would like push out to a 12 point lead. The Warriors would catch up. Memphis would just like push themselves out. It was sort of the opposite in this where like you'd be like, oh, Utah are really pulling ahead here. And then Memphis would have some like crazy 16 4 scoring run um, and just completely put themselves back in the game. Um, and yeah, and it just meant when. <laughs> Lucas has just pulled out a really. What, what sort of chocolate is that? <laughs> has anyone ever gotten the, um, that carrot from Lint? <laughs> It's phenomenal. It's so yum. Do you want some? I'm good. <laughs> anyway, don't let me interrupt. Fucking rabbit. <laughs> um, yeah, and you you just... Yeah, you never really counted them out, even when they were down by quite a lot um, in that first half. I guess on one hand, um, they played really convincingly. On the other hand, Utah couldn't fucking hit a three-point shot mm. to save their lives. Yeah. But a hallmark of a good team is one who takes advantage of something like that. Yeah. You know, when when the other team's shots aren't falling, you've got to grab them by the nuts. Um, as they say. As they say. <laughs> yeah, and like, obviously, they're really missing Donovan Mitchell offensively. Mm. Like, really, nobody nobody could get on a scoring streak. Like, yeah, Clarkson, uh, Conley. And then, yeah, like you said, uh, Bojan really just... Fuck, man. He looked unstoppable. He's so good, man. Quarter. He's so good. Ever since he, he he had a stint with the Wizards, I think he had the second half of a season with the Wizards, and we were fucking a tire fire, as has been the case for a while now. <laughs> but he found a way to just get 24 points yeah. in a game. Yeah. Like, we were running shit for him. We were running the worst possible plays for him, and he would find a way to score. Um, And ever since I saw him do that, he's like... He's like ah, certified Hooper, mm. like unbelievable, just such a bucket. Like every time any team he's been on, I've been like, he's like that. Um, he's like that guy. I feel like when you're like, when you're a dad or something, when you're fifty, you'll be able you'll watch three plays and you'll be like, he's got it. It took me like <laughs> it took me about half a season, but that's my that's me with Bogdanovich. It's like I would take him over so many over so many players. Yeah. Like maybe. I don't want to. I don't want to give it a number right now, but fucking, he'd be he'd be much higher on my list of scores than a lot of other people's. Yeah, lists. right, 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 um, right. And they do also. They were also missing Donovan Mitchell, obviously. Go bad. Don't get fouled out. Like, don't get fouled out. You want to be the defensive player of the year? Don't get fouled out. You played twenty five minutes yeah. against the eight seed, and like Jonas Valanciunas is a. He's a skillful center and he's talented, but he shouldn't be putting you in these situations in compromising situations but this is this is what i've this is what i've been saying about gobert right like uh teams teams focus on him as a weakness even mm. though he, you know he's the best defensive center in the league by a fucking country mile but teams will like play against him you yeah know? um and obviously it's not always uh it's not always getting him in foul trouble sometimes it's getting the switch on him with like mm. a really skillful uh quick guard yeah but but yeah, and I, I mean, when Valanciunas was actually offensively going up against Gobert, he did not look good. He got yeah. he got blocked. He missed shots. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, as soon as he was out of the game, it was like, well, yeah, you've completely lost your interior threat there. Um, that's the other thing. Like, man, that Kyle Anderson foul on Boyan, uh, you know, with like thirty seconds left or something. So smart. Like. Mm. Uh, he was gonna he was gonna pull up for three and yeah, he just, yeah and he just body checked him and they, they were in the bonus wasn't it like six seconds left no 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 because 
No, because then Morant, Morant went down the other end and hit the floater. My God, yeah. dude, how dude, good was Jar's game? Fucking hell, man. Holy shit, that dude. Guy's, that guy's certif- certifiable. Certifiable. <laughs> he's, he's in the fourth quarter of the last two games. He's just gone like, I'm, I'm going to unbelievable to the finish line. Like, it's so incredible. impressive. And what, he's like 20. Oh, fuck. 21 or something. What a guy, man. Fuck, yeah. also sexy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> His game is so cool. He's, what was that play? Um, I think it was in the last quarter. He was attacking from the left wing and then just like he put some move on Conley, I think, just to zoom past him. And then he like slunk next to Gobert yeah, 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 yeah. and finished with his left. Unbelievable. Such a sick bucket. He's um he's really added a lot of gears to his play, I feel like. Especially in this game, you noticed because I feel like you would think of Jar coming into the league out of college and it's like, okay, this insanely fast athletic mm. God, but now he's really almost Chris Paul has an almost Chris Paul like ability to like slow down, like off the mm. dribble, like just when he breaks past the three point line. Yeah, um, which I just think like yeah changes, uh, yeah changes the gear of the offense. Yeah. so quickly and works so well against a team like Utah who are so like defensively organized because they have like yeah. all right, okay, well how do we defend this now yeah. that something different's happening? And yeah, and that's that's all he was doing at the end of that fourth quarter was like. You know, give me the ISO, give me a screen. Mm. You know, I'll do like a little hezzy and then I'll take off. Yeah. And I'll just beat them to the basket or I'll float one up in front of them. Yeah. Oh, fuck, what a gun. Yeah. Awesome. And um, yeah, Dylan Brooks. That, that's a career game if I've ever seen one. Well, I, I can't believe it. All you got to do is say something bad about someone and then that's, yeah. <laughs> their career just skyrockets after that. But it has to be on record. <laughs> yeah, some of those. Um, I, I think it was at the beginning of the, th- of the third quarter where he had like six straight points and there were just like these turnaround jumpers that I was like, I didn't know Dylan Brooks could do <laughs> yeah. that. And I was like, oh, he's going to miss that. No, no way. And just wet every time. <laughs> um, remember the first play of this game was, I, lo- oh, I loved it. There were like, Grizzlies had the ball and then they ran this set where like Kyle Anderson got it on the wing or on the elbow and then did like a dribble handoff screen with Jonas Valanciunas at the block to get Gobert out of position. And then I thought, actually, that was a really good play. And I was like, wow, they're going to get a foul on Gobert on the first play of the game. Um, they didn't get a foul, but they got Jonas Valanciunas a layup, like a full-on layup right next to the <laughs> ring. Uh, and I thought that after that, I was like, man, we're going to get a couple of good competitive quarters out of Memphis. But 48 minutes later, they won. Yeah. Um, do you think they can... I don't know. What do you see? What do you see from the rest of the series? Like, obviously, if Mitchell comes back, there's just that scoring factor mm. that you might not have the answer for. But I don't know. I like. I really like the matchup. Like, yeah. watching that, I'm like man to man to man to man to man. I I I don't mind Memphis's chances in any yeah. game, basically. Well, what I what's for sure is that we don't. We're not seeing like the Western Conference champions in this game. Yeah. There's. I don't care if the Grizzlies are on this good stretch. If Jago's 11 of 21 and Dylan Brooks goes 13 of 26, if you're the one seed, you should still win that game. Like, doesn't matter. This team, this team wasn't supposed to be here, like, at all. They were ninth. And then they finished eighth. Um, And and like you said, beating two dynasty teams along the way. Yeah. Um, I, I want Memphis to win. And it seems like I've got the cheese touch. So I'm going to say the Jazz win the next four games. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sweet. Um, 
Funnily enough, the second last time that an eight seed beat a one seed is when the Grizzlies beat um, Mavericks. I can't remember who they beat. Was it 2011? It 12? was 2011, and no, it uh, wasn't the Mavericks. Led they by won. led by a young Mike Conley. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah, wow! Had an incredible series, and that's so cool. Beat whoever they beat, poetic yeah, injustice. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look that up. It could be the Spurs. Mm. But I don't think it is. No, it was. It was the Spurs. It was, it it was. was the Spurs. Um, uh, Randolph fuck, fucked up Tim Duncan for an entire series, which is an achievement to say the least. Unbelievable! <laughs> Shout out Zebo or Z Bow, as Fred used to say, and that <laughs> was also my nickname. Shout out Fred. <laughs> um, cool. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah, it was the Spurs. I'm just going to confirm that. Um, awesome. And yeah, same thing. They won. Oh, shit. They won game one in San Antonio by three points. Wow. What was the end score? Uh, 101-98. Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. I would have been like, wow, it's, they had the same score <laughs> if that was the case. Uh, let's move on to that uh, Lakers-Suns mm, game. Yeah, I like that. Oh, man. I'm so right. I'm so right. <laughs> so right about Anthony Davis. Not a champion. Hasn't. You know what? No, this is it. He hasn't earned the benefit of the doubt. We can't be like, he'll, you know, he is that champion. It's like, no, he's not. He's LeBron's teammate. And he should be that champion. Like, he should absolutely, by far and away, be the second best player on that team. And he was the fourth best, fifth best player on the court. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God, what the hell? Chris Paul, like, goes down and then is playing with a shoulder injury. Mm. He's hoisting buckets off yeah. his shoulder, airballing most of them. Uh, then fucking campaign i like how he played but you might like this one he was like russell crowe in the end at the end of gladiator <laughs> yes my guy we just watched that today which makes 61 movies on my life and and next week we're gonna do uh what which nba players are which NBA gladiator characters that's for the people who've been listening for a long time uh, walk fiend obviously kd <laughs> um but yeah campaign i think he would I think he was like two of eight and not looking great in the first half. Fucking take advantage of it. Yeah. Like you're the you're the Lakers. You have one of the best uh, rosters of role players ever assembled. You have Anthony Davis, who, ah oh man, he just needs to take a game on. Yeah. Like he just needs to be like, right, okay, cool. I'm gonna score twenty mm. in the first half. Yeah. Just fucking do it. Yeah. Um, Play center as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then it was the same thing. He was finally hitting shots and playing well in the last quarter. It's like doesn't fucking matter now, yeah. mate. <laughs> like- the, the, there were a couple of plays where he just took... Uh, Mr. Boffman man said um, he was worried about the Davis-Ayton matchup, and I said, don't worry about it. Anthony Davis is not cut from the same cloth as uh, DeAndre Ayton. He's not, he's, not, he's not championship mentality. He's not championship built. Uh, but he would take um, Ayton off the dribble and just like... Like, there, I remember this one, he just took it, him to the left block and shot a jumper over him. It's like, just play center all game. Let's let's do an experiment where we play Anthony Davis at the five and we don't use the word sacrifice. <laughs> we don't use the word sacrifice when a 6'10 player decides to play center. Yeah, with a ridiculous reach, one of the best mm. shot blocking and rebounding abilities in the yeah. league. Like, yeah. fucking hell, man. You go back, go back and watch a 10-block game of him at the Pelicans, Nuts. right? The Lakers, the Lakers need that. Actually, mm. I think they need a fucking shot blocker like, <laughs> like you know Anthony who Davis. The Lakers could use the latest fan of the JVGMBA tribute show, Daniel Gafford. <laughs> he would be great for them. Yeah. Like rim running big. True. That yeah defends the ring, 
Um, and is also quick on his feet and is able to defend, you know, faster bigs. Yeah, yeah, big time. Um, let's talk about the positives from this game. Yeah, let's go to the Suns. <laughs> let's now. go to the Suns. Yeah, uh, couple of players making heaps of players making their playoff debut mm. uh, in these uh, first few games and absolutely killing it. Um, yeah, Booker really had that unstoppable sort of label on him in that game yeah uh, they didn't have an answer for him I, they didn't even really try to have an answer for him I would say yeah right um, Aiden is fucking sick like <laughs> what a great player um, yeah and yeah was he a, was he 10 of 12 or 10 of 11 10 of 11 10 of 11 That's, 21, 21 and 16 for the game yeah um, 8 offensive rebounds yeah awesome That's what you do against a team with yeah Anthony Davis Andre Drummond and Montrezl Harrell like, what the hell <laughs> DeAndre Aiden had eight offensive rebounds and Andre Drummond had seven offensive rebounds. Oh, offensive shit. Rebounds in 19 minutes. I think I think Drummond had two, like, um, offensive rebound, missed the putback. Offensive uh, rebound, missed yeah. the, got the putback. Machine um, gun drill. He, he had that, he did have, Andre Drummond did have that one good one where he, like, outmuscled three Phoenix players. Mm. But also, yeah, it's Andre Drummond. Like, I don't know, you're massive. Um, yeah. <laughs> you, sh- you should be winning those boards. Um, True. Maybe not against Aiden, but against anyone else on that Suns team. Um, I think that in a playoff debut from so many of these players for Phoenix, um, another impressive thing is like to win this game on the back of seven points from Chris Paul. Mm. Like there, there were points to beat. They, were, they needed to score points. They needed to find points elsewhere. He averaged 16 or 17 throughout the season. Uh, and they did it. Like they found a way to do it. They found a way to make those points. A lot of that came from Booker and Aiton. They had 55 of the team's total 99, which is... Five over nine, which is fifty four percent. Oh, fifty five percent. Five ninths. <laughs> but like it's ninety nine, so no, perce- it is fifty four. No, but if it's ninety nine, the percentage oh, is just because yeah. it's a hundred. Yeah. Surely it's just that number. Mm, but five over nine. I'm pretty sure five over nine is fifty four point five four five four. I think, which would round up to fifty five. Right. Okay. 50 actually just 0.5555555555 yeah damn oh yeah it'd be higher yeah 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 how was that guys how'd we sound and Chris Paul accounted for 7% of the points um but no going back to what you were saying no you're right like oh man I god I love this sun team sun team like Bridges Bridges seemed to hit a shot every single time it mattered mm. like uh, whether it was a three or a midi or whatever mm. um, Jay Crowder is still an incredible player mm. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Richard Jefferson <laughs> um, yeah Jay Crowder rules um, and I thought whenever he was on AD AD looked I don't know he looked afraid and it's like you beat this guy in the finals man yeah. like this was the matchup for for five games yeah six games in, yeah. The, in the finals you shouldn't be afraid of Jay Crowder um, and and yeah the camps like god what a what a lovable team this is uh, yeah. like like um, each one more came on and I was like get out of here man I love the other eight guys so much like, I don't dislike you but I don't I don't need to be reminded of your existence when there are eight such incredible role players on like eight other such incredible players on this team mm. um yeah. I was interested by the Dario Saric minutes. I think that they're pretty avoidable because mm. I don't really know what his matchup would be, you know? Because it's like, I don't like him against the centers, but I guess he'd have to be backup center to Aiton. Yeah. But then I feel like you could just play a super switchy lineup. Nah, I think 
I th- I think what um, Monty would be thinking is if you don't have yeah if you don't have a big on the floor like they're gonna put uh, they're gonna put Harold or Drummond out yeah, there okay. to just you know really attack inside yeah um, and I actually thought Saric defended Harold okay on some plays yeah and right. I, I was like okay if Harold's on the floor I think you can get away with those 11 minutes of Saric or whatever yeah because that's the thing is Aiden has to take a break yeah in this in this series um this is exactly what uh, Boffman was worried about, <laughs> is there not being any other like bigs who can match up against the Lakers' bigs. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I think you have to take those Zarich minutes where you can, Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> um, Aiton? <clears throat> oh, no, let's do this. Let's do this later. We'll, we'll come back to this point that I'm trying to make now. Okay, cool. um, yeah, do you have anything else you want to say about that game? Um, nah, just... I don't know. I've, the Suns look like the favourites to me now. <laughs> to win it all? No, no, no. To win, to win oh. this series. <laughs> uh, it's it's so it's so, it's actually shit watching this Lakers team. Like, there's so many times they just dribble them. LeBron has done this over his career. He just dribbles the other team into a good defensive possession. Mm, mm. He'll just dribble the ball until like so late in the shot clock and then go to one of his signature moves in air quotes because he misses all of them. <laughs> He's like he's the he's the antithesis of a signature. His mm. oh, his signature moves are the anti. I don't really know the definition of the word antithesis. No 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 no, you're using it correctly. Yeah. <clears throat> and just just I think I've put I've you kind of get where I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. So fill in the blanks. <laughs> no, LeBron at his best is not when he's doing one of those things. It's yeah. Yeah. The other amazing parts of his game. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, should we get into this Blazers Nugget series? Yeah. Dude, yeah. what, what a series. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry for last week. This is awesome. <laughs> um, but neither of these games have been close. Yeah. Yeah. Today's game especially, I feel like a 40-point game by Dame and a playoff loss is Dame Dollar. <laughs> that is the brand of Dame Dollar. 100%. Um, and I'm also glad I, I texted you Saturday morning or Sunday morning. No, yeah, Sunday morning after the podcast came out, I was like, man, th- I'm, I think the, uh, the Nuggets should try Gordon on um, Dame. And then they did that in the second half of today's game and they ended up winning. Now, did they? <laughs> yeah, I read that. Uh, Sean, Sean Carroll, shout out at Sean Carroll NBA. Um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wrote an article for nice. Nug Love. Nice. Yeah. I thought he was talking about Shaq Harrison in that. For real. Oh, dude, I don't... I'm not... Uh, <sighs> I'm going to get the article up. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, um, uh, Dame's usage in that first half was crazy. Like, I feel like no one else had close to 10 points or even yeah. like four shots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I get it. Um, I know it, it was Aaron Gordon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait. Oh, my God. He sent a version. I swear to God. Oh no! Yeah, he's he, no. Nah, I just didn't read the article all the way through. <laughs> sorry, it says sorry, it in the so, second. It says in the second. Sorry, line. sorry, sorry if you're listening to this, Sean. <laughs> I thought you were serious about the Shaq Harrison thing. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah. I feel like I don't know. I feel like that's a bad sign for the Blazers. Like you're not going to win this series off the back of Dame's heroics. Um, like we, we know that we, you can't do that. Yeah, he needs help. We've seen it so many times in the past. And you actually have a really solid team. Like mm. you have CJ, who 
if if he wasn't on the Blazers, could be like a first option um, yeah. a guard on another team. Um, you've got Powell, who's had such a great season. Mm. You've got to... I mean, yeah, what are the centers going to do? Like, I feel like those centers should should score a little bit on Jokic. I feel like that should yeah. be their focus rather than defending him because you can't defend him. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, yeah, like I feel like offensively, you should be using the breadth of your team more than they more than they were in uh, particularly the second game. Yeah, well, game one, you see, yeah, double digit scoring from six different players, and I think <clears throat> I think that Melo does need to do more in his minutes because today he went one of five in twenty one minutes, scoring five points. Um, and yeah, Yusuf Nurkic, you got to get more than seven points in twenty five minutes because, like, I don't know what happened because there was like this um. There was, uh, maybe two years ago now, he like kind of really fucking got on everyone's radar as like one of the best centers in the league. But I don't know, something's happened. It was like the bubble playoffs. He he just like, yeah, he didn't really take on the games as much as he used to, and he like kind of he like kind of jogs when he's out there sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and he gets yeah. he gets really lazy and like pouts and stuff. He's sort of like. Um yeah, when he's when they when he's like going back the, down the other court, he's going so slow and he's sort of slouched. Mm. He, he ah, man, yeah, uh, you can't read too. You can read a lot into body language, I think. And he looks like he looks really unconfident. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then from today's win by the by the Nuggets, uh, fucking Michael Porter Jr. Man, <laughs> you know we got a lot of hoopers on this team. He's right. He's so good. He must have known. Just like, and when he said it, he must have just been like, man, I don't think people know, like, I'm really good at basketball. Yeah. And like, yeah, massive minutes, creates his own, he creates so many shots for himself. Um, Actually, and he actually had a better game when they lost. <laughs> but yeah, scored heaps today, massive plus minus. But I think that was more to do with fucking, yeah, you nah, I redact, I redact that comment. <laughs> that was, plus minus is more about the lineups uh, for this game. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, shout out. I mean, obviously, the sort of build of player he is, and maybe even his personality bit, just makes him an absolute, absolute attraction for criticism. Um, <laughs> an attraction for criticism. An attraction for criticism. Love that. Um, a, a magnet, if you will. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, uh, it's it's so good. It's so much fun watching him as well. He's he's such a fun oh, like. Yeah. He's such a fun like solo player like on a on a team that like you watch their team play and you're like oh dude that's awesome it's so much fun to just watch him like mm. cook someone and get to the ring yeah and like oh he does exactly i think that's it he does exactly what you wish you could do with his abilities mm. like freezes the other team's center and then gets it done yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like he'll just do that and be like that's what i would do if i could do it that's what i would do and he does it uh one 2k reference it's like it's like 2k on really low difficulty like for real in a real game you don't get a dunk every play in 2k you do get a dunk every play <laughs> it's a three or a dunk for me yeah <laughs> yeah and mpj is like yeah a three or a dunk <laughs> yeah um uh fucking loving fucking no compazzo yeah uh, <laughs> i'm gonna say it fat cunt compazzo <laughs> i thought you were gonna say first team first, first team, team rookie. <laughs> untucked um, faku untucked faku uh yeah the the tech he got on cj today sorry the flagrant he got on cj today was just like Phew. what a what a conniving little cunt like, like, <laughs> wow <laughs> like att- attracting that sort of um attracting that reaction and then 
obviously milking it and getting kind of a good call from the refs. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, I don't hate it when... A, a weird looking Argentine guy called Faku does it <laughs> I hate it when a whole lot of other players do it <laughs> when he does it um, and yeah like he's been filling in I, he has actually been playmaking so much in this yeah. series so much so yeah. far which um, I think sometimes uh, I, d- I do want to see more uh, Jokic playmaking in this series mm. like because I don't like I think he really does have some like 12 14 assist games yeah. in him but yeah you need that secondary playmaker and fuck he's just a crazy passer like but that's the thing about this nuggets team is that it, there are there are four secondary playmakers yeah. cuz yeah. there are some points where um Gordon was playing point oh I feel like Rivers isn't really a playmaker as much as he's like a He's like a shot creator. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah that's it. Gordon would run some off, uh, would bring the ball up and initiate some plays. MPJ can initiate some plays. Um, and I feel like it might seem like MPJ is a shot creator, but I think that's more him. Mm. Whereas I feel like the, the plays that get called for him are for him to play make, but he's just more of a scorer yeah. and he's more, yeah, he's more scoring centric. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Um, yeah. And yeah, Gordon... I feel like, yeah, Gordon, like, if you look at his stats, right? Yeah, 13 and 6, whatever. But he had such a solid game. Like, I think the best thing about Gordon is he'll score exact, He'll score when you need him to. Like, he'll, mm. he'll, he'll get his way inside and uh, you just know he's not going to miss when he's on the interior. But then, yeah, yeah. He, he just... Uh, he doesn't take a lot of threes, but he just hit both of them today. Yeah. I think that's what matters is, like, don't sort of, like, uh, you know... You've got so many good three-point shooters on this team. You don't need to be creating opportunities for Aaron Gordon to shoot. Yeah. But when he gets one, you can like rely on him to knock it down. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, we've got two more series to touch on. Do you want to fit? Let's finish with Hawks Knicks. We'll, we'll go to Heat Bucks now. Yeah, sure. Um, first game, I I felt so two-point win from Milwaukee. Um, I felt certain by my Miami and six call after mm-hmm. this game. Yeah. If Jimmy Butler goes 4 of 22 and Bam Adebayo goes 4 of 15 and you lose by two points in overtime, I I was like, boom, done. Best call I've made. <laughs> after today's game, not so much. <laughs> I'm not so confident in my call after today's game. Man, what happened today? <laughs> um, the, the Bucks just got up. Like, look at that first quarter. Yeah, mental. 46 to 20. Yeah. They just got up and they just they just held on to that lead. They never looked back. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was also on the back of um, Pat Connaughton, Bryn Forbes, and um, <laughs> Dante DiVincenzo, but not so much for the rest of the game for Mr. DiVincenzo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, the thing that upsets me about this is, like, the heat just... They just, they just weren't getting into it. And, okay, this is... This is one thing I might criticize about something you've said in the past. <laughs> oh yeah, here we you, go. You said that like um that 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 final series would be like the best experience of a lot of these young players' lives. Mm. But like watching them, it doesn't like they don't look like they've they don't look like they've taken those lessons in. Okay. You know what I mean? I feel like in this game it's like like couldn't get their shots off. Yeah. Couldn't hit them when they were getting them off. Yeah. And we're just being absolutely run over by a much better team, which isn't the Miami Heat that we saw last year. No like, way. Even when they were playing against a better team. I mean, that's the interesting thing. In a lot of those playoff series, right, obviously the team that wins the series is the better team. Yeah. But like going into it, you're like, okay, the Heat are the underdogs. Yeah. Or the Heat don't have, they don't have like 
more skill than this team. Yeah. But, you know, they have a better hustle. They have a better game plan. They have Jimmy Butler. Yeah. <laughs> and also, they were playing to the best of their abilities, I yeah. felt. Yeah, last that's year. exactly it. They really, yeah. they really all were maximizing their potential. Mm, mm. Whereas it doesn't look, it doesn't look like they are uh, in this series. No, so not far. at all. Not at all. Um, and yeah, I don't think you can... Uh, yeah. Man, God, Jimmy, minus 34. Yeah. <laughs> It, uh, nah, dude, they, they lost by 34. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he was exactly average for the Heat. Um, uh, I think that my, my main worry this year is for Tyler Hero mm. and him getting his shots up. Dragic is actually looking okay uh, in terms of doing his job. Jimmy will find a way to impact the game. Yeah. Bam, I'm not so hot on Bam. I think I've said it a few times. A bit more apprehensive to give Bam praise. Um, and you just see it like he'll get the ball in the mid at uh, between like the elbow like right between the elbow and the three point line and he just doesn't look to score at all like doesn't look to shoot and Lopez will just be dropping right under the ring and it's like I feel like you gotta be a threat there Uh, and he looks to play make too much in the like he should be more aggressive in those situations yeah it's always it's always a surprise to me that Bam isn't like a 20-25 point a year Mm. guy because I know I know like it's his defense is a, like such a huge part of his game, but yeah, he's uh, he does have the, he does have that scoring ability. Like he's mm. he's got such a nice arsenal of um you know of ways to score. Uh, yeah, use them more. His his ability to get a floater off. Yeah, it's like it's so no center would be prepared to defend that. Yeah, exactly. Like to get taken off the dribble and then shoot that floater. I love that shot for him. Mm. And in this matchup, right where like you know. Uh, the four and the five, Giannis and Lopez, they've got so much length and size mm. on you. Yeah. <laughs> Particularly if with, you know, a razor at the four of, or if, uh, Jimmy's wandering over there. Mm. Um, yeah. Then that's what, that's, that's like the move to beat them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's exactly how you beat uh, Brooke Lopez. In, yeah. In that situation. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I have like Duncan Robinson though. Actually, I thought I, I had more concerns of Robinson going into the playoffs mm. than, uh, I did with Hero, mm. and then the opposite has happened. Mm. Like, Duncan came out that first game firing. Yeah. He seemed like the... Yeah, he was kind of keeping them in that game while everyone else was finding their, like, playoff form. Yeah. Today's game, you know, he did... You can't put... Okay, you can't... There's no individual performance that you can, uh, like, slap uh, all the... um whatever it is, responsibility on for today's game. If yeah. you lose by 34 points. Also, you have to give credit to the Bucks, which is... End, they ended the game in the first quarter. Yeah. That's yeah. what happened. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, and they just gave him no road back either. Yeah, yeah Robinson, I think I think Robinson is really going to be fine for his entire career. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's one of those players where when he's in like a bit of a sh- shooting slump, it's like, okay, but you're going to go five of eight for like yeah. the next five games yeah. and like bring your percentage up. I reckon... Yeah, he's just going to be a dead-on 40% three-point shooter for his entire career. When he gets into the air, it's so threatening. Yeah. Like, just he, it's just him in the ring. Mm. Whenever he's up there, it doesn't matter what you do, it's him in the ring, and yeah. you're never going so to get into his, uh, into his head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. I feel like I had one more thing to say about today's game. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, I think, yeah, you said there was no... The Bucks didn't give them any road back to... Like back to win this game, yeah. I feel like that is something. That's yeah, a great sign for the Bucks because I feel oh, yeah. like they haven't. I feel like that's like they've showed signs of mortality in the past in situations like this, but today they just like yeah, put their foot on the other team's throat. Let's be honest. Like if you're Milwaukee and uh, you're playing in any seven-game playoff series, and you can have a massive 
offensive quarter like that where you also strangle the other team defensively fuck that's two games yeah that's two games one yeah you know uh if you can hold on if you can get that lead and then hold on to it that's not actually it's it's not like a complex game plan it's like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like get yana scoring get your shooters hot and and there the game's won with <laughs> with 36 minutes left to play also this was um bike moodenholz is like wet dream yeah. <laughs> he got to play Giannis 31 minutes <laughs> <laughs> And didn't get slammed for it. Oh. All right, the game that everyone watched: Hawks Knicks. <laughs> God damn, dude! Um, straight off the rip, the Hawks um, started this game. I don't have it exactly, but what they would have been up like eighteen to four or something at, at one stage. What I found really impressive is even through the Hawks stretch to start the game, the game was being played at the Knicks tempo. Yeah, like it was that's being true. it was being played slow. Um, and man, the Knicks were getting really good looks. Uh, they just weren't dropping, but yeah, throughout the, actually the first, yeah, the, the first quarter and the third quarter were, were both played at the Knicks tempo. And then the very end of the game, the, um, Hawks found a way to make like a lot of, uh, half court transition, um, and get Trey Young in the pick and roll, get him going downhill and then also get him in, what's it called? Uh, get him, get him in situations where he could lob to Capella or whoever yeah. the role man was. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think on the Knicks side first, I think Randall. Uh, I think he still has a bit of a problem where he kind of thinks he's going to get hot all the time. Mm, um, okay. Uh, because he was, he was getting really good looks and uh, in that first quarter, and they just weren't dropping for him. Yeah. Apart from that, that first three hit was fucking great actually yeah. <laughs> god I love Julius Randle mm. um, but yeah and I feel like sometimes it's like okay you need to make an adjustment to your game rather than just like going for the shot yeah in this especially especially in a playoff game against like a pretty well matched team mm. um, on the Hawks side oh the other the other thing I loved before I go to my main point uh, is uh, what I'm calling the alliterative action in the center position <laughs> um, the Clint Capella and Nolan's Noel matchup <laughs> um uh, Capella was like I feel like every time he's in the pick and roll with Trey uh, they have a really good chemistry with yeah, it. they have a really good chemistry with each other and like he's a good finisher for Trey but he's also such a good body for Trey um, yeah. on the other end of that um, and yeah I, I, Noel every time he gets a block it's like it's a really important one yeah like he's he's such an impactful shot blocker these guys they're the second and second and third uh, leading shot blockers in the league this season so what? Yeah. I thought it was Gobert and Turner first, one and two. Gobert's first, then uh, Capella, and then Noel. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, it must be like a minimum game. Um, I think Turner... Or is it total blocks? Nah, this is uh, average. Um, oh, oh shit. yeah. I swear, I swear Turner was right up there. Yeah, I thought Turner was one. He must have fallen He must have fallen off because of minimum minimum games. Yeah, he did, because he's just not on this list. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, that's and Capella's another player who has always played to the best of his abilities. Yeah. And another thing, he hustles so hard. Like, not many centers. So, there are so many times. If you ever watch a playoff game with me, you'll notice the thing I yell the most is, fucking run, fucking run, fucking run. Whenever it's whenever some guy goes to the baseline, like, goes out of play, falls over or something, I'm like, run, 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 it's four and five, four and five, for whoever. Like, <laughs> even if it's the team I'm rooting against, it's like, make the most of this scenario. Points are hard in the playoffs. Capella always hustle, <coughs> hustles back and he creates a situation where 
there is like v- seldom a time where there's no rim protector in the key. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like they can't. Yeah, yeah Derrick Rose can't just like zoom past and like get a layup off. Yeah, exactly. Um, the last thing I want to say about this uh, for the next game, New York, shut the fuck up. No way. <laughs> no. Okay, you keep saying go speak your shit. Shut the fuck up. Nah, louder. <laughs> Louder. Loud. You want it louder? Louder. Okay. I'm going to... This is completely far-fetched. But what I see happening here, if Trey goes crazy in the next game, again, off the back of um, Madison Square Garden shouting, fuck Trey Young. From 1 minute 40... <laughs> 1 minute 40... <laughs> yeah. He hadn't done anything yet. Yeah. <laughs> of course he was going to get mad. And go crazy. And then act like the biggest wiener in the post-game interview I've ever seen. But New York, piss Trey... I don't know. Make an enemy out of Trey Young. Let's say you're in the playoffs uh, from, you know, the third to the eighth seed, kind of semi-parentally for the next four years. Mm -hmm. And you keep having to come up against Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks. That's a a fucking... That's a Reggie Miller type. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Wow. That's a guy who's going to show you no mercy in any game for the rest of his career if you piss him off. Like, not not even... I don't think Trey gets pissed off by that. I think his... His Trey Youngness just gets activated. Yeah. (laughs) Activated by it. Um... Yeah, and fuck, man, I, I, it would be such a New York thing for Trey Young to be like, I don't know, an All NBA third team sort of player for his entire career, and then just average like thirty five points yeah. against the Knicks every single time he plays. Yeah. <laughs> I will say though, how good did it sound? Oh, incredible! Like fifteen k in a, in a stadium. Couple of things. Fifteen k in a stadium sounds so good. <laughs> Secondly, there's no more symbolism. The capacity for Madison Square Garden is like twenty k. So it's like yeah. just do twenty k. Yeah. There's no. You're no longer. Uh, you're no longer socially distancing. Now let's just get up all of the like attendances for these games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, six thousand. Um. Uh. Oh, sorry. Uh, nine thousand for the Bucks. Six thousand for the Clippers. Fourteen thousand for the Nets. Seven thousand for the Nuggets. Eleven thousand for the um seventy sixes. Eleven thousand for the Suns. Fifteen thousand for the Knicks. And thirteen thousand for the Jazz. Half of those just should be 20,000. Yeah. There's, there's, what are you holding on to at this point? Also, in saying that, I completely forgot we didn't talk about Dallas Clippers. <laughs> we'll get back there. We'll get back there. Um, um, yeah. That, that that It was incredible. I think, yeah, one of the best crowds to hear chant. Massive. Fuck, fuck Trey Young. Yeah. Um, another thing about this game. Dude, Lou Williams went on such a tear at yeah. the end of the third and the start of the fourth. To keep the Hawks alive while Trey Young was getting rested. Mm. Um, oh, wow. I think they must have been each other's rotation. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Him and IQ. Yeah. Huh? Huh? No, no, well, no, no. no. Oh, no. Trey, uh, <laughs> oh, right. Lou Will must have been <laughs> Trey Young's relief. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, and yeah, my God. Did... did I was so shocked. Because I thought like Lou Will... I thought that we saw this like, oh my God, okay, so if Lou Will can't score, then it's like, then he's just the black hole defensively. Yeah. But like he he put in, he he got he went on a streak all by himself. Mm. Um, IQ also had a, like a, you know, a good game, but yeah. you know, not, not, not like a crazy game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when I think they kind of needed him to, especially when their starters weren't doing well. I had no idea Alec Burks had 27 <laughs> points, but it makes a lot of sense. He got pretty hot at the end of the yeah, game. Yeah, Um. I mean, yeah, it's like you said in the preview, uh, uh, yeah, IQ and Lou Will are such similar types of players. I think let's think about it more in terms of impact. 
you know, like if they can get that role done to get their team like on a little hot stretch to keep them, you know, to extend the lead or uh, keep them in the game or whatever. That's it. That's their job done. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you're a Knicks fan and you're listening to this, RJ Barrett and Julius Randle combined for 12 of 38 shooting and you guys lost by two. So hold your horses. I think you guys will be okay. <laughs> oh yeah. No, big time. Um, yeah, I think we're I think we're due a good shooting game from Barrett. I think he I think he needs to have one. <laughs> yeah. Um I feel like there's one more thing I want to say. Oh yeah, on the on the notion of uh crowd chance, there were also uh, big boos for um Carmelo Anthony in Denver yeah. as well. Dude, it's been so long. It's been fucking forever, man. It's been like twenty teams. But I also kinda liked it because yeah, like you're back in the arena for the first time in 14 months. True. Fucking boo everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went. So what did he do? He went from Denver to New York. Mm. Went from New York to Oklahoma. Mm. Went from Oklahoma to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Got waved. Right. Went from Atlanta to. Did he go to another? T- oh, Houston. Yeah. Then he went from Houston to Portland. Yeah. Get over it. Yeah. There's been, been so much happened. Fucking forever. The league has changed <laughs> so many times since then. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get to these Mavericks Clippers. I'm... S- what a... This is awesome. Yeah. God. God. Just shove it up your fucking ass, Clippers. <laughs> oh, my God. And then there... Well, who's, who got that dunk? Someone like dunked on Maxi Kleber. Uh, Kawhi dunked on Maxi Kleber. Mm. And then Marcus Morris, the dunce himself, and someone else went and like flexed on Maxi Kleber, who's fucking flexing now. A twenty-one-year-old Luka Doncic, <laughs> you grown men. Imagine flexing on Maxi Kleber. Like that's such a man. That's such a small dick thing to do. Like you don't have to flex on that guy. Yeah, he knows. <laughs> <laughs> he he knows he, he knows he doesn't belong in the NBA. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, yeah, we got a series on our hands. That's I feel like that's all we want from this thing. Yeah, I mean, definitely. obviously, everyone wants the Clippers to lose. Like, everyone, everyone. Isn't it crazy how they've made a brand so hateable? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. With through so little as well. Fuck with having some lovable basketball players play for them over the years yeah. as well, man. Like I don't think I'd hate anything Chris Paul does. Yeah, but he played for the Clippers. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's just always been that like other team in LA, yeah, yeah. and then. And then the Donald Sterling thing happened and then it was like, oh, no, for real, fuck them. <laughs> um, Luca, massive game, dude. 31, 10, and 11. Mm. Eat that. <laughs> Fucking eat that. Um, uh, yeah, I don't, have, I don't have much else to say. I, <laughs> I, I, still, I still think the Clippers sh- should really get the edge in this series. Yeah. Um, but I'm happy, that it's conf- uh, I have, I'm happy that it's competitive. I feel like this theory that the Clippers tanked in the last few games of the series to get the matchup against Dallas. I don't know. Do you want... I don't I don't want the matchup against Dallas. I don't like, think you want anyone. Yeah. Like, I don't think you want anyone in the West at all. Yeah, <laughs> for real. They're all such... Th- Fuck, with Memphis winning that game, all eight of those teams in the West are so threatening. I, I wouldn't want to play any of them if I was like one through four. Oh, <laughs> if you were one through eight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. Um, But I... No, I don't know if it's... I don't think... I feel like they're all quite... There's much more parity mm. because yeah, yeah. there's no like out and out best team in the West mm. like there is in the East. Yeah. And that... Yeah. I feel like yeah, the Nets are on their own... Uh, doing their own shit right now. They're yeah. like a, hovering above the league. <laughs> um, uh, I, wanna, I wanted to actually give a shout out to Rondo and Lou Will. Because I just feel like there's these like old lemons that have been <laughs> that have been taken to the shop and uh, 
<laughs> I don't know, got in there all changed what, what he'd get done at the shop. But yeah, Rondo, <laughs> Rondo had a couple of big threes that were sagging mm, off him. Yeah. Um, ended up with 11, 4, and 4, which is all you need, which is good in 24 minutes. Shoot it, like Rondo shooting 3 or 4 from 3. That's kind of what... <sighs> That's what you tell yourself during the season he's going to do in the postseason yeah. every single year. Oh, like. dude. Also, if I have to hear fucking playoff round, it was a real thing once more. We know. We know it's a real thing. You're not breaking any ground here. Also, also shout out Rondo for just being like, yeah, fuck it. I've done. I'm done. I'm done with the regular season. <laughs> yeah. What, are you, what is he going to achieve during the regular season? Nothing. Nothing. No. Yeah. What does anyone achieve during the regular season? The first seed and then get swept by the Grizzlies? <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's the thing I wanted to say from before when I was like, cut myself off. So much representation from the 2018 yeah. draft. Aiton, Doncic, Jaron Jackson Jr., Trey Young. All starters... Two of them run the offense on their teams. One of them had 21 and 16 on one miss against Anthony Davis and LeBron James and the Lakers. Um, and then what? Who's the? Oh, the other top five pick from that draft. <laughs> Who was he? The the Kings got him. <laughs> but like, the further we go down the list, Mikel Bridges also plays for the is a starter on the um on the Suns. Michael Porter Jr., starter on the Nuggets. Dante DiVincenzo, starter on the Bucks. Fuck, Jesus. Gr- Grayson Allen, played min- uh, playing minutes for the... Um, <laughs> fuck Grayson Allen. Chandler Hutchison, playing for the Wizards. Uh, Anthony Simons, playing for the... Blazers. Blazers. And that's it. Oh, uh, Jalen Brunson, playing for the... His team, <laughs> the Mavericks. <laughs> but is that the is that the top eight? Bar you know what's his face? <laughs> they're all they're all starting on playoff teams. Well, the f- four of the five are starting on playoff teams. And then yeah, going down the list. I, I went down to the oh, end right. of the I first. Thought, I thought you were reading them out in order. No, no, no. <laughs> I went down to the end of the first round. But like, I, like it's quite young players playing uh, playing massive minutes for their teams. Yeah, and all those and all those debuts as well. Like, yeah, it's interesting, right? There are two things I think about this that the idea and I think uh, man this is one of the stupidest most nothing sentences I'm ever going to say I have I have two opinions I I have the opposite opinions on two different things and like I hold all four of them simultaneously <laughs> <laughs> okay so like playoff experience obviously a massive factor but then on the other hand like all of the standout players from uh, these uh, first few games have been making their playoff debut basically like Trey oh, Booker right, like right, blah, right. blah 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 uh, the other thing I was going to say the the rest that the like teams who skipped the play-in tournament got uh, I, I heard some, some of the commentators were being like mm, could that be why the Jazz aren't doing so well I'm like well the Suns got the same rest and they beat the Lakers with yeah. an injured Chris Paul. So, <laughs> I don't know, actually. Like, yeah. I don't know if that is a factor. Um, yeah, those are my four opinions. <laughs> True. That, uh, that second one, um, I remember last year's playoffs, the Rockets went to that seven-game series against the Thunder mm. and then they played two games later against the Lakers who had a, like a week-long break and then they won that first yeah. game. Yeah, And Is it that first game where they shake that rust off a little bit, you think? Yeah, but but then what about the Suns Lakers this year? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. You exactly. make a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, to go into this a little bit too far, the Lakers are like still a bit rusty themselves. Like AD and LeBron aren't like 
you know, they haven't had a huge run of games yeah. as is. Yeah. So, you know, maybe the Suns were shaking off a bit of rust, but so were the Lakers. <laughs> also, yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to say it again, except I am. Uh, Anthony Davis is not a champion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, like, last week I was like, oh, AD, poor thing. And, like, kind of laughing at it. This week I'm, like, viscerally angry at it. <laughs> For real, man. You're so fucking good. Be better at you're basketball. You're so good. You're, you're one of the most talented... You you are one of the most talented players of your generation. You have the perfect build to play basketball. Like, the perfect build. Yeah. You're big. You're quick. You're heavy. Your arms can fucking touch, yeah. touch the lights. <laughs> Be better. Yeah. You've got it all. Just do it. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. All right. Well, last trick, Marco. <laughs> Wait, so, we're literally going to skip over that series. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> <laughs> think about it think about it think about it uh one of both of the teams start with b i didn't even plan that <laughs> at point guard <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Nah, I'm going to say no. At shooting guard, Maurice Evans. Yes, yes. At small forward, Mikhail Petrus. Mikhail Petrus? Yeah. Mm, no. At power forward, Vitaly Potapenko. Yes. At center, Stephen Hunter. Mm, or, no, I don't think so. All right, well, that's <laughs> that was the first team. Oh, really? I ever did in Marco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, that was week one. So it's over. No, 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 no. So I got, I got, I got my week 30 team. <laughs> But I just wanted to test if you remembered if you remembered the lineup. That's that's how slippery my brain is. <laughs> and I've still won how many weeks? Well, how many f- weeks? <laughs> this could be. I think this is going to be. Well, I know this is going to be fifteen and fifteen after this Damn. week. Damn. Yeah. Your crazy. Comeback. Yeah. Your comeback was crazy. Um, I hope I get one. Uh, at center, Simbula. Oh no. At small forward, Imeyudoka. Yeah. At yeah. power forward, Brandon Bass. Yeah. yeah. At, at shooting guard, Bino Udri. Yes. At point guard, Rodrigo Bobois. Um, no, no. Oh, awesome. Love Roddy Bobois. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Ime Udoka, uh, no, Simbula is, uh, I don't know if he was the first ever Indian NBA player, but he was like 7'7 and 380 pounds oh, or something. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Damn. I Crazy. Didn't remember his name. <laughs> um. We're not talking about Boston, Brooklyn. Oh, do you want to say something? No, nah, yeah. nah, nah, it's better if we don't. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, we even... Ref- I got, I, okay, so before we did this episode, I was like... I had a joke I was going to make about Brooklyn, Boston. We were going to like go through the teams. We're like, all right, let's move on to this one. All right, let's move on to this one. And then we're going to say, all right, Brooklyn, Boston. All right, New York, Atlanta. But I actually completely <laughs> forgot about, the, about that series. Um. I'll say one sentence. If that team shoots like 40 from the field and 25% from three and you just never look like you have a chance, you're not going to, you're not even going to get close to winning a single game. Yeah. Is that what happened in the first game? Yeah. Like, there's not even a chance of them winning any of these games. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> Sorry, Boston. That's you're, all right. Um, anyway, cool. Just take this into next season. <laughs> yeah, um, wow. Um, wow. a- any bold predictions for the next few games? Um, oh, God, you put me on the spot here a little bit. Um, <laughs> Tomorrow we've got Redacted, Redacted, <laughs> Suns Lakers, and Clippers Mavs. Well, I'm, I'm, 
after my game on Sunday, shout out Cheesebridge, Saganakis, we got a we got a we got a dub. Um, I said I didn't know who was going to win game one for Phoenix Lakers, but I said after two games it's going to be one one. Yeah. So Lakers will win tomorrow. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, if <laughs> if they don't sort of turn around and make it some sort of adjustment, if AD and LeBron don't have good games. I, I don't see that happening. I, but they look pretty trash can against uh, Portland last year yeah. in the first round. Yeah. And they looked like they were just like scraping these wins by. And they had one blowout or maybe two. Mm. Um, but yeah, they, they, they didn't... They didn't... They looked pretty... Um, they, were, like, they, they looked... There was creases in the... Seams yeah, in the creases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Creases in the armor. Gotcha. Yeah, well, I mean, they had... They didn't have a good bubble, did they? They were like... Oh, I mean, they were like five or four or five, four or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And LeBron played like six games, so it could yeah. be could be the same thing. This Suns team are much they're much better though. Like they're so good. Like I really rate this Suns team. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I wouldn't. Oh man, I wouldn't want to call it. I really wouldn't want to call this series now that it started. <laughs> <laughs> After the fact. Yeah. Um. And yeah. I yeah. I think the Clippers should bounce back and beat the Mavs. Yeah. In this one. I think Kawhi and Paul George should just have efficient games like they always should. Yeah. And and win. Yeah. <laughs> good take. Good take. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, uh, damn, this episode, it's good. We got to talk about a lot. Next episode, there's going to be too much to talk about. Yeah, like that's true. There's like, you know, two, three games per series before yeah. our oh, next episode. We didn't get to talk about NBA W much this episode. That's because fucking it was just chaos with the uh, NBA M. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, honestly didn't get a chance to watch. But Stewie, shout out, Western Conference Player of the Week and also fastest player to 2,500 points and 1,000 rebounds. Damn. Stewie. Bye. Cool. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to an episode of the Jeff Van Gundy NBA Tribute Show hosted by Lucas Petridis and Marco Holden Jeffrey. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at JVG NBA Tribute Show and Twitter at JVG NBA. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next one.